Hello and welcome to Flow Podcast. This is Josh. This is J-Log. And we are glad that you guys are with us for another episode. Um, let's open up in prayer. Holy Father, we just thank you for this time. We just thank you for letting us be able to come back together again just to discuss your word and just how you guide and direct us, Lord. I just ask that you be the conversation that's going on and just help it just to be honoring to you. Just be with our listeners and just whatever they are going through, whatever circumstances they find themselves in, just help them just to turn to you, seek you, and follow you, Lord. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, we are glad to be back again. 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 It feels like feels like it's been forever, but I think it's only been like a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. if that. Well, last week was our, actually, we were, last week we didn't record. We tried yeah. several times, but uh, <laughs> yeah. we failed to come together. So definitely, ne- nevertheless, good to be back again. Yes. Uh, we apologize so much, guys, for basically not being as consistent as we would like to be. Uh, sometimes that's how life is. Life yeah. is not consistent. And we just have to be patient, obedient, understanding, and well, I hate to be cliche here, but go, go with, with the, the flow. <laughs> <laughs> go with the flow of things, you know. Absolutely. And, um, well, I mean, we won't go into great detail about what happened last week, but there's just things that happened last week that were beyond both of our controls, you know. And so it just was one of those things. But we are glad to be back, and hopefully we can get back to to a normalcy of some type, shape, or fashion of getting it done. Um, but know that we continue to pray for you guys. We're here for you guys, even when we're not on able to put an episode out you can definitely still reach out to us um go to flowpodcast.org it's a great way to get in contact with us and just know that we're praying for you guys and if you need anything just let us know just let us know fill us in let us know what's going on um we're still under some uh current i guess i mean the website's functionable obviously yeah but it's it's gonna it's still kind of in the works of getting it updated so that we can mesh our three-in-one ministry uh merch brand and as well as put some updated information in there, y'all have obviously heard and heard messages from Josh for the past <laughs> uh, couple months or so, or what have you. But uh, we're updating it to get Josh's information on there, as well as just kind of reformat some things. So you should see that definitely here in the in the coming weeks, uh, so that we can get things launched and rolled out for the three in one ministry brand uh, that God feels us called and directed to lead. But other than that, we have a great topic today. Yeah. Um, so sort of going with that thing of how God can change things and how you know we just have to go with the flow of things. Our topic today is how to know when God is speaking to us. Hmm. You know, one of the, the greatest questions I get asked all the time is, well, Josh, how'd you know you were called to be a pastor? Or how'd you know it was time for you to move? Or how did you know it was time for you to do this, that, or the other? And it all comes to our relationship with God. You know, God is the one that guides and directs, and God is mm-hmm. the one that, that moves, and we just have to be attuned to the Spirit to hear from Him. And so that's what we're going to talk about today, is just to how to hear from God, how to know that we are hearing from God, um, and just what we do with that. Right. Uh, yeah. It's a great topic, um, a topic that we'll dig, dig deep into, I hope, um, and be able to get through all of it today. But it's a topic that we all need to listen to, and we all need to stop and think honestly where we stand in our lives because our biggest problem as individuals is though we want to wait on God, we tend to listen to ourselves, and we we rush the process. Yes. And so we're going to be covering how to handle that, how to get through it, how to walk away maybe from that temptation a little bit, 
uh, so that we can be a little bit more discernment in what we're waiting for God to tell us. Yes, because we are impatient people. I know it's a hard thing to believe, but we get impatient and we try to, to act out on our way. Um, so I say let's get into it. Let's go for it. All right. I think the most important way to hear from God is you have to have a relationship with God, period. End, <laughs> end of point. Yeah. You know, that right there is one of the biggest things that I hear a lot of is, well, I prayed about it, but God's not talking to me. Right. Well, I mean, do you, are you, or do you claim to be his? Yeah. Do you, you know, so the, this whole counterpart of God loves everybody and he does. Which he does. He does. Yeah. Um, why would he show you know I get a lot of, why would he show you more favor because you're you say you belong to him opposed to me if he loves everybody because I'm his child <laughs> <laughs> you're like, exactly right I mean like I'm just gonna be honest I love every kid that we have here at church mm-hmm. I love my children more because they are my children They're your children you that's, know yeah and that's that's the best way to put it you know and I, I look at it and it's, it's not to tell you and I tell people you know I'm like it's not to tell you that God don't love you. He loves you. Yeah. He longs to for you to be his child, um, as it was intended to be from the beginning. Mm-hmm. But he, I am his. He is mine. And like you said, no different than you and your children. You know, he loves you. He cares about you. He's going to talk to you a little bit more and, and, yeah. and show you a lot more things if, if, if you belong to him. Yeah. So... You're right. That is probably the first step that you might yeah. want to do. But yeah, we got we have to be a child of God. Like, mm-hmm. and not saying that God cannot speak to the unbelievers, because He can. We see it in Scripture, and we see that God hears the prayer of unbelievers. Right. We see that in Scripture. But God, but to be able to hear from God on a consistent basis, you have to have that relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Like that's where it starts. Right. Um, so yeah, and the next we need to, you know, be in the Word of God. Um, the Bible is such an important part of our lives that it should be integral to us with our relationship with God because it's God speaking to us. It's mm-hmm. his letter to us. Um, so I had somebody bring up a point to me this weekend, and it sort of ties in with this, but it's something that um, I, I want to get your opinion on, Jason. Sure. All right, and just so you guys know, I haven't I haven't brought this to Jason beforehand, so this is sort of... His first on instinct the, on this. On the spot. There you go. But the the point that was made to me was that if you call yourselves a Christian and you do not love the Word of God, then you might not be a Christian. I would say that if you call yourself a Christian and you say that you're saved by the blood of God, blood of Jesus, I would say, and you said you hate you don't like the word of yeah, God, like right? Yeah, like you just don't you don't read it. You don't, you don't read, read it. it yeah. you, don't, you don't agree with it. You don't all that, right? Yeah, I would definitely say you're not saved. Yeah, because I mean, it's God's word to it's, us. It's hand in hand. Yeah, it's it's the reason of which and why you become saved. I mean, because it's telling you what is. You're recognizing what is is in your life and what was. Mm-hmm. And what you're wanting to walk away from so that you can be brought into the light, which yeah. is the Word. Yeah. I mean, Romans makes it pretty clear. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Yeah. You know, like, they they, they go hand in hand. And so it's something that somebody said to me, and I'm like, yeah, that's, 
that makes sense. They were, they were talking about more of the fact of like, there's no excuse for a Christian not to be in the Word nowadays. You know, before it was like, well, I don't really like reading or I can't read that well. Okay, well, okay, I sort of get that. Mm-hmm. But now with all the audio technology they have, just being able to have the Bible read to you, mm-hmm. like you can be in the Word in some way, shape, or fashion. Right. It goes back to the simplicity to me that if you say that you're a Christian and you say you love Jesus with all your heart and you've given it, and you've given it to him, and you know that you've heard and you know that you've been told staying in his word is, is food for your soul, and that's where you get your growth. That's where you get your sustainability. And you wonder why you're not – things aren't happening in your life. You're wondering why things aren't going the way that they should be or the way that you expected them. A lot of that's got to do with the fact that you're not staying in the word mm-hmm. and reflection because of the way that you're living your life. You have that – you don't have that balance that that a relationship with Jesus brings you when you're staying in the Word. And so it's hard to see what direction he's want. <clears throat> excuse me, that he's wanting to take you in. <clears throat> Sorry about that. You're fine. Uh, see what direction he's wanting to take you in because if you're not willing to find out and do your part in reading his Word, the direction I – mean, it's not to say that God can't direct you. Right. He's capable of anything. But – this is a relationship. What does yeah. a relationship mean? Give and take on both parts. Right. And when you make that commitment, that's what you're committing to. Yeah. I mean, Psalm 119, 105, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light, light unto, unto my, my path. path. Yeah. You know, God's word will guide us and direct us. And when we feel like God is calling us into a direction, mm-hmm. if it doesn't line up with the word of God, then it's not from God. No, absolutely not. You know, because God is going to not contradict himself. And we'll talk about this some more later on too. But you know, there's times where it's like, well, I feel like God's leading me to do this. And I'm like, well, that's goes against the Bible. So no, God is not leading you Mm -hmm. to do that. Like, (laughs) I mean, not at all. Like they, they go hand in hand. God's not going to contradict himself. Um, so we need to be in the word because it's how we hear from God. I think about when, um, God, so God, back when I was, first saved 17 uh-huh. 18 god had i felt god's calling into ministry well then i went and did some missions ministry and did worked with a mission group for about five years that's uh-huh. how i met tammy and all of that but then god started working on me to become pastoral ministry uh-huh. and i remember god used a very familiar passage of jesus restoring peter you know do you love me and uh-huh. i've read that passage do you love me lots of times uh-huh. but hearing it again just like god used that to speak to me like all right are you hearing me now josh like now is the time for you to mm-hmm. well if you lose the, <clears throat> if you use the simplicity of it we talked we talk about we talked about last night part of um in john about the seven miracles mm-hmm. and the first one being at the banquet and the wedding and it says that my time has not come yet and part of what i was teaching and telling the youth was is I asked them, I said, when did Jesus identify his time? Who was he talking to? He was talking to his disciples. And in specific, I believe it was Peter Mm -hmm. that he was talking to, and he asked, who do you say that I am? And he says, you're the Messiah, you're Lord, you're God, you're you're it. And that's when he let his time be known that it was time. And, And that started the march of the rest of the 
mm-hmm. scriptures and stuff. So my whole point in saying all that is this. If you acknowledge when you when you acknowledge that you're a Christian and when you acknowledge the fact that you've accepted him and you're telling yourself at that particular point in time in life that my time is now. I've accepted, I've believed, I've I've entered into a relationship with with God and I want to do everything that I can to build my life upon that. And so many times in life, the fact that we say that we are mm-hmm. is where it stops. Right. And that leaves us wondering and thinking because, guys, I'm not sitting here talking like I'm some scholar, some big professor. I, I, I've been right where you are. I remember the days of, of saying, yeah, I'm saved, yay, and I've, I've left it set, set there on the doorstep mm-hmm. of my heart, and I've not grown. I've not become faithful in, in, in reading the Word. I haven't become faithful in my prayer life, which we'll talk about later, uh, so on and so forth. So as we go through the rest of this episode, understand that if you're whether you're a baby Christian or you're, you've been a Christian for your majority of your adult life or maybe you're a few years in or maybe you're not not saved at all and you want to know how to become saved and as you're listening to this and you start checking your life out when we get ready to close we'll explain to you how you can do that yeah but you have to be obedient to the call in which you've accepted and that is to read his word and be able to understand what he's saying when he's talking to you absolutely absolutely and so it sort of brings us to our next point, like you're talking about. Um, we need to be in prayer. You know, prayer is that communication that mm-hmm. we have with God. God uses his word to talk to us. We use prayer to talk to him. And he can speak to us through prayer, too, through the quiet. Like, mm-hmm. our prayer should not just be us talking all the time, but those quiet moments, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely. And he wants us to be direct. Yeah. You know, I can't, I cannot, I was thinking about this the other day. As I was doing hours and upon hours of homework and studying and this, that, and the other, and I, I was just, I'll be honest with you, Josh, I was tired of looking at books. <laughs> right. I was tired of looking at computer screens. I was tired of looking, honestly, to be straight up with you, I was tired of flipping through Scripture, scripture at that point as far as my communication goes with God. And I actually thought to myself, man, is it, isn't it awesome that I don't have to communicate just with Him right. through His Word? You know, yes, that's great. I love it. I'm not, you know, we sit here and just got in talking about how important it is, and it is. I'm not knocking that. But there comes a point in time, at least in my life, and I know it's with everybody, that I was just thankful that I could talk to him. Oh, yeah. Well, there's so many different ways that we can communicate with God through prayer, through our actions, through our, you know, and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a way of just to have that mindset. But, yeah, prayer is huge. Um, we see in James 1, 5, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask God, mm-hmm. who gives generously to all who are without reproach, and will be given, and it will be given to him. You know, we just need to ask. You know, we're seeking God of what to do. If we're seeking God when he's moving our life, we need to be just asking him and just directly, like, God, what, what, how are you leading me? What are you leading me to do? Like, is this from you? Because right. not all pushing that we get to go someplace or do something is from God. No. You know, um, one of the things you will hear in this list is that we're not going to talk about, we'll go with your emotions mm-hmm. because emotions can be manipulated it's and very deceiving. <laughs> deceiving, you know, but we need to get our facts and we need to be in prayer constantly. Constantly in prayer. And it's, 
there's nothing better than being able to open your heart that he has control of, that he even knows what you're going to say before you even Mm -hmm. speak it. And he knows the tone in which you're going to say it. But isn't it good, Josh, to know that we've got a God that we can talk to? If we're mad, we can voice it. If if we're excited, we can voice it because we're happy and give praise. Um, He knows we're not perfect. He knows our, our struggles. He knows our weaknesses. And he knows all these things that we have that live up within us. But those those gaps can't be built. You can't build a bridge around these gaps right. unless you communicate it. Right. Unless you talk to him. And I just, I'm so thankful that at any given moment in time, I can just stop where I'm at, take 20, 30 seconds, whatever the case may be, and just whatever it is. Yeah. Well, it's great because sometimes we don't even know what to pray. And we see where God hears our groanings mm-hmm. and that the Holy Spirit, which we'll talk about here in just a second, but how right. the Holy Spirit knows what we're saying and brings it to God. Right. You know, so we come into those moments where like, I just don't even know what to say. I don't even know. I don't even have the words, the form. Right. But God, you know. Right. And it's just, it's just awesome as I smack our, smack Smack the mic mic stand. That's (laughs) okay. You know, it's just awesome just to see how God is just so powerful and so awesome like that. So reverent. So just in control. Um, it, it brings it brings the relationship full circle mm-hmm. when you read his word and then not necessarily at the, even at the same time I mean but it's it's two of the many different ways as you mentioned that you can communicate with God um, to strengthen your relationship with him so that you can hear him yeah. and that's what today's episode's about oh yeah is being able to, to to be able to tell when he's speaking to you, and it's just those two to me are two of the big ones. Oh yeah, and I mean, yes, it's a Sunday school answer. I'll read your Bible and be in prayer, but it's a Sunday school answer because it's the truth. It's the truth, <laughs> you know. Yeah, like it's hugely important for the Christian life to mm-hmm. be reading your Bible and be in prayer because it's our it's our utmost ways of communicating with God. Mm-hmm. And when you're communicating with him, guys, that's where you're going to find your direction. Mm-hmm. It's 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 like I've said millions of times, and I know I believe I've even said it on this podcast before that, you know, my son's praying about and thinking about and doing this, that, and the other, and about what he wants to do with his life, and and he's staying in prayer, he's staying in, in the Word, and and uh, Another way of communication is is action, and I don't know if we're going to go into that or not we'll, we'll get later there. on down yeah. the line. But but he can't. If you're a Christian, that should be your heart's desire. Yeah, is to seek God's will for your life. And how do you do that? Through reading His Word and through prayer. Yeah. I mean, yes, you can find a job and you can do this, that, and the other. But is it where God wants you? And you have to open yourself up to be able to communicate to Him through the Word. Absolutely, prayer. absolutely. Um. Next I have is we need to listen to the Holy Spirit, you know, think about because it, it's that part of God living inside of us. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like we could just do multiple episodes on just the Holy Spirit, <laughs> you know. I love that. I've been doing a lot of a lot of that in some of my papers. Yeah. And, I mean, it's one of the things that the Baptist Church for the longest time has not done justice of teaching on and preaching on and he- hearing, or not hearing, but really emphasizing the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I know of one Baptist church who the pastor was like, well, we're not going to sing any songs about the Holy Spirit. And it's like, what? That's part of God. Like, you know, the Trinity, he is there. Um, but we need to listen to the Holy Spirit. He's our helper. You know, John fourteen sixteen, mm-hmm. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper. He will give you another helper. To be with That's you right. forever. You know, mm. he is there to help us, to guide us, to direct us. Um, he is our helper. And then he's our guide. You know, John sixteen thirteen. Whenever the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak of his own authority, but whoever hears, hears he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. You know, the Holy Spirit guides us. Mm-hmm. Um, and did you hit on any of this just a second ago? It just came to my mind in my heart, and, and Jesus laid this upon my mind. The Spirit actually <laughs> laid this upon my heart and mind. Uh, John fourteen fifteen through 31. Um, I did John fourteen sixteen. John fourteen sixteen. Yeah. So we probably do we have time to read that? Oh yeah, no? go for it. All right, let's just go ahead and read that this right here because it kind of swings full circle into what Josh was saying. And I apologize for being rep- rep- repetitive of Josh's one verse that he had said there, but I think it's important because God just laid this upon my heart. Um, it's John fourteen fifteen through thirty one. Uh, and it's Jesus promising the Holy Spirit. It says, if you love me, keep my, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The Spirit of truth, the world cannot accept him, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see, see me anymore, but you will see me, because I live you also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am the Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. Then, then Judas, uh, is that it? No, I gotta go through thirty-one. Then Judas, not Judas of Iscariot, said, "But Lord, why do you intend to show yourself to us and not the world?" Jesus replied, Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Anyone who does not love me will not not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not of my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. All this I have spoken while still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Verse 27, peace I leave with you, my peace, let's see, did I say that right? Peace mm-hmm. I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. You heard me say, I'm going away and I'm coming back to you. If you love me, you would be glad that I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. Verse 29, I have told you now before it happens so that when it does happen, you will believe. I will not say much more to you, for the prince of, the, of this world is coming. He has no hold over me, in verse 31, but he comes so that the world may learn that I love the Father and do exactly what my Father has commanded me. Come come now, let us leave. Mm. I mean, you can't get much more plainer than that. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's... if you, I love where it talks about, you know, 
if we follow, if, if we obey his commands, if we follow who he says he is, he says that he lives within us. He communicates with us. Mm-hmm. He's not leaving us to be orphans. Think about that a second. Yeah, like, it's not like he just left us high and dry. No. He's still here with us. Absolutely. And that's the promise, guys. That's the promise that we have. You know, you, you feel like sometimes that in this walk, um, you're on your own. You feel like that you've been picked up and you're on this high and then all of a sudden something in the world comes crashing down on you and you feel alone. But you need to remember that through the good, through the bad, through whatever, he is with you. If you claim to have accepted him and you truly mean it in your heart and you just didn't say a prayer, he lives within you and he dwells within you. And he said that he would send some, an advocate. Mm-hmm an advocate and it's just awesome to know that let alone the cross i mean you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's how much more does he have to do to, sh- to right, show yeah. us you know what i mean i mean absolutely i mean and we feel god speaking to us through the spirit i mean he and it's hard to explain like it's one of those things to where when God, when people have asked, well, Josh, how'd you, how'd you know it was time? I was like, I just knew. Mm-hmm. Like, I was in his word. I was praying. I was doing some other things to talk about. But when it came down to it, I just I just knew. Mm-hmm. And there's no true explanation of being able to describe. And it's just the Holy Spirit being like, mm-hmm. hey, it's time. Let's, let's just do it. You let's know? do it. And I, th- I think a lot of that comes... You guys, when you're when you, I want you to stop for just a second as we're as we're going through this podcast, and I want you to think to yourself: When have you ever felt like you just kept running into that wall? When have you ever felt like that? When is this ever going to quit? When is this ever going to be enough? Mm-hmm. That's what it was like for me. I got saved. But I never turned it all over. When 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 is enough going to be enough? This is what I mean by follow my commands, as he just said in his word. This is what I mean by I'm going to start preaching. <laughs> this is what I'm going to mean by let me be your all in all. And you're right; it just comes, and yeah. it finally hits you. But what you need to understand is, is that calling has always been there. It's been on your heart. Have you have you listened to it? Have you said I'm tired of doing it on my own? I'm tired of I'm tired of thinking that I'm in control. Because when you think that you are 100% in control of your life and you don't let God lead you, how can he direct you? Right. And that's the understanding that we have to come to. Mhm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah. Um so next is I have. I mean, I feel like we could spend a lot of time on that, but we're, we're, we'll move on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, is surround yourself with a community of believers. Mm. You know. Wow. And we've talked about this a lot of having somebody that we can, that not only holds us accountable, but somebody we can talk to. You know, that that mentor figure. Mm-hmm. You know, and it needs to be somebody that's wiser than what we are. <laughs> you know. By far. You know, and it's somebody that we can go to and just talk to about those things, and we see that in scripture. You know, they're iron sharpens iron in Proverbs. Mm-hmm. You know, it's our job to to 
help each other grow closer to God. Right. We see it in First Corinthians, you know, the wisdom. First um, Corinthians twelve eight, for to one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom, and to another the utterance of knowledge, and according to the same Spirit to another, faith by the same Spirit to another, gifts of healing, and it goes on about different gifts and stuff like that. But we see here that we get wisdom from godly believers, and there's some people who God has just given them some amazing wisdom that you're mm-hmm. like. Hey, I feel like God's calling me to do this. Right. And they're like, yeah. I remember when I went to Tammy and I was like, hey, I think God's calling me to be a pastor. She's like, well, I'm glad you're finally catching on board with, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. and it's one of those things. And and I truly believe for anybody that's out there who's married and they're feel like God's calling them into ministry or something like that. Like it's a, it's a, God's not going to call you if they don't call your spouse, you know, cause it goes hand mm-hmm. in hand. You know, because it's, it's a teamwork. I, I look good in ministry because of my wife, you know. Right. And, um, yeah, but there's wisdom in believers. And it needs to be people that we know are in tune with God. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some people that we can ask for advice and be like, well, they're not really the – they're not really living for God, but I still want their advice. But we need to have those godly people because if they're living with God and they're seeking God – they're going to probably line up with what God's telling you to do, you know, as long as it's from God. Absolutely. And that's and I'm not saying to put your trust in, because there's that fine line there of, well, how much trust do I put in men? Because mm-hmm. we see in Scripture, you know, don't put your trust in man, but mm-hmm. put your trust in God. Well, I think it's a common, it's a common understanding. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's something that you have to do. You know, you have to include your spouse. You have to include, if you have kids and family at the time, you have to include them in it. It's a family decision. It's a spouse and husband, uh, wife and husband decision. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think it's more or less a, hey, I need your approval. It's a, hey, this is what God's calling me to do. Mm -hmm. And if they're a believer with you and— And stuff. I'm not saying that they're going to just right off the cuff say, "Well, yeah, God, go for it." You know, it's 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 more of a, "Hey, let's pray together. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. Let's mm-hmm. let's let's read God's word on it. Let's see where He exactly what He's telling us on this as a family, as a husband and wife." And yeah. so, I would definitely would agree with you on that, Josh. Yeah. Um, and next, we see that when God is calling us and directing us to do something, does it line up with the characteristics of God? Mm-hmm. And we sort of talked about this in the Word when we talk about the Word, that it's not going to go against anything in the Word, but it's also not going to go against His character. You know, God's not going to call us to do anything that is lying because God is truth. It's not going to call us to do anything that's going to hate other people because God is love. You know, it has to line up with who God is. Right. I mean, I look at how seeing God call different people, and it's like, yeah, I see that because it's lining up with who God is, it's lining up with his word, it's lining mm-hmm. up with all these things of like, yeah, that's definitely where God is leading you and guiding you, you know. And definitely where he's going to take you. Yeah. Um, I, I keep wanting to, have, if I, it seems like every time I open my mouth, Josh, I'm jumping <laughs> ahead of you. No, you're fine. And stuff. Where are we with um, the disruption portion of it? Well, we're about to get there. Are we getting Let's yeah. go. Okay. And so the, the last step I have was there's some more things in here is that we need to live life with the open hand. You know, that God will come into our life and will call us to give things up. And if we're not willing to give them up, then God's like, all right, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to live our lives open because our lives belong to God. Right. 
You know, we got to live our lives open because we, we cannot hold anything back. You know, God has called us to be the living sacrifice to give all that we have. And God mm-hmm. will come in and be like, hey, I see you're holding this thing as an idol. Like, I want to bring this to your attention. Hey, I want you to go do something that's going to affect this idol. Mm-hmm. And it comes to our mind of like, oh, I don't know about that, God. I don't know. Yeah, like yeah. that. that's going to interrupt whatever, you know. No, you're, ex- <laughs> you're exactly correct. I mean, he... That was my point where I was to, what are we in, 2021? (laughs) That's where I was going on three years ago, you know. God had finally, let me first get this across to you guys. God God has a specific intent for you. We have the choice of whether we want to listen to it. He tries to reveal it numerous times. Mm -hmm. And he's a loving God. And I and and I'm gonna say and and correct me if I'm wrong, Josh. He I'd say he most of the time I don't think it's necessarily abrupt. I think it's he tries to let you know, but you choose not to listen because he's not going to force it upon you. I agree with that. I agree with that. You know, and I was at a point where several years, man. I just I guess I just didn't answer. I just didn't answer. So finally, he broke me, and he stepped in and said, "No, this is what I'm going to do for you." Yeah. You are mine. You said you were mine. You committed to me. I love you. I know you love me, but you can't love me fully unless you do this. Yeah. I can't guide and direct you unless you do this. This part of you has to be gone. It can't be no more. Yeah. And so he he got me in a place to where I he finally he broke me. And yeah, God will God will break you. And I tell I've told my kid this, I've told other people this that God will guide you to give stuff up. Mm-hmm. It's specifically sin. Like, you know, there's sin in your life. God's going to bring it to your attention. Going, Hey, this is sin. This is something you need to work on. Let's work mm-hmm. on this. Mm-hmm. But eventually God will get to the point of going, all right, I've given you enough time. Now it's time to break it out of your life. Yeah. You know, and it's not. And that can honestly be a beautiful thing because you become to a point of some where I was I was I was at that point a point of brokenness man a point of submission a point of seeing his love a point of seeing this but I could have went a different direction mhm I could have went down the path of no yeah and gosh I I don't even want to begin to think what that would have looked like in my life right and I know that that's where a lot of you all may be maybe you're at a point where God has broke you and he, or he's breaking you, and he's he's got you to a point to where you're ready to give in, but you don't want to give up. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, surrender it, let go of it. If you're trying, if you're trying to find God's direction in your life, and you're trying to find who He is in you, and and you want to follow closer to Him, you've got to do exactly what Josh had brought up. You've got to be willing to surrender. You've got to be able to walk that path and and know that you're holding hands with the Master and knowing that He's not going to lead you down a, a stray road and drop you off and say, I'll come back and get you. He's going to hold that hand no matter what valley you go through, no matter what mountaintop you're standing on, mm-hmm. and you've got to trust. But at the same time, you've got to understand that it's going to bring inconsistencies. It's going to bring uncomfortableness. You know, one of the hardest things that I had was was when when I became all of him in me, there were times that he said, you don't need to hang out with this group. You don't need to hang around, you know, yes, be friends with them, love them, yeah. witness to them. But this is not where you need to be. So God is going to cause you 
to have to get, not lose friendships, right? But give up friendships, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. so that you can continue your growth on what He wants you to do. And if that friendship and that that, that group and that realm is is nothing but sin, yeah. He don't want you there, right? It doesn't mean He don't love them. It doesn't mean that he don't want you to witness to them or not ha- ever hang out with them again in terms of whatever, but the surrounding is that thereof. Yeah. Agreed. I look at in one of my lives, or not in my lives, but <laughs> later on in my life. Or So I remember <laughs> a while back. I got you. I'm following you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but I was in a relationship, and it was not a good relationship. And, I mean, I was helping lead the youth group at a church. I was in the Word. I was praying. And mm-hmm. God was like, hey this is not good. You're not honoring me. Like God had shown me multiple times of this is not good. You need to change. Mm-hmm. And eventually got to the point where God broke the relationship up mm-hmm. and it was heartbreaking. And I mean, I was just distraught and upset. Right. And then I, my best friend who was a, a godly believer, he was like, Hey, let's just go do lunch together. And it was seeking this counsel of this godly believer, you know. Mm-hmm. And then because of that, I was I went to a, a retreat with one of the youth groups I was helping out with and wasn't planning on going, but because everything happened, I went anyway. And that's where God really started speaking into mm-hmm. my life. And, you know, it's just God, will, God loves us so much that he doesn't want to see us continuing on mm-hmm. in sin or continuing on just not living for him. He's He's that loving father who just wants to see the best for us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I I can promise you this, guys, that as you're searching for direction on where, you, where you're at in your life, uh, instead of searching for a direction that you're going, search for a direction of where you're at. Search your heart's direction. Mm-hmm. Um I promise you, I can promise you, I can promise you, I've been there where all of you are. And I can tell you that there is no, I mean, his word says, there's no greater love than this. And why would you not want the greatest love in the world to be the the, the thing that guides you? Yeah. The thing that directs you. It's not all going to be rainbows and unicorns and everything's no. going to be perfect. It's not. I'm telling you it's not. But what I can promise you is you're not walking through it alone. You, <laughs> Something else I can promise you through this is is that you will learn something valuable from those valleys that you walk through mm-hmm. as long as you remain in him. And the, the, the light on the other side is so much better when you trust to let God be your guidance. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So much. Well, that's all I have. That's it. (laughs) That's That's it. it. Man, this this ended up being a pretty heavy, heartfelt. I I mean, yes, the spirits are here all the time with us, but I felt it, man. I mean, I felt, I mean, it's like Jesus sitting right here at this table. (laughs) You know what I mean? Next time when you give him a mic and just let him speak. (laughs) (laughs) Turn it over to him. That's right. Here you go, Jesus. Yeah, here you go. but no, in, in all reality, God, uh, guys, like I was saying a minute ago, and then we're going to close down, uh, I want to leave you guys with this. Uh, we were talking about a minute ago about letting the greatest love ever mm-hmm. be, a, be the, the hold of your heart, to allow that, that love to be what 
you find in Jesus and a relationship with him to be your stepping stone, to be your guidance, to be your compass in life. And if you don't know who Jesus is, I would like to take this moment to tell you that he loved you so much that he stretched his arms out and died for you. He hit the cross at Calvary for you. And when I say the word you, please put your name there. Yeah. He, he took the nails for you. He took the spear for you. But more importantly, he rose and defeated death for you so that you could live with him and have eternity in heaven mm-hmm. so that he can intercede on your behalf before the Father. And, and all you have to do is admit that you're a sinner. Tell Jesus how much you love him and how broken you are and how much you want him to forgive you of those sins and come live in your life and live in your heart forever and to let you know that he's there. And if you do that and you mean it with all your heart, you are saved and you're a part of the kingdom. And you now have that same spirit that Josh was talking about dwelling within you. And that's our prayer for you today. Mm-hmm. I know it's Josh's. I know it's mine. Absolutely. And uh, so in closing, that's our prayer. That's what I ask of you. Uh, please hit us up. Look on our look on our uh, – if you get on our website, flowpodcast.org, you'll see our um, different social media links and things. Yeah. Uh, please get on there and message us, whether it's TikTok, Facebook, uh, uh, Instagram, so on so forth. Send us a message if you've got a question about salvation. Yes, yes. And, and we'll be sure to message you back. Uh, aside from that – uh, it seems like this, with this only being my second episode, Josh, back from COVID and the whole nine yards, it seems like forever. This is where we close in prayer, correct? Yeah, this is where we close in prayer, absolutely. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and close in prayer. And uh, guys, l- we love you. We appreciate you so much. And until next time, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I praise you. I thank you, God, for, for the cross. I thank you for, Father, dying for, for not only my sins, but those of everyone that's listening to this and everyone in the world. And, Lord, we pray that, God, you burden their hearts right now, that, Father, you would tug at them and let them know, God, how much you love them because you want to break them. Get them to a point where they, that that's all they see is you. And, Lord, I just ask that you guide and direct them. Speak to them. Speak to me and Josh, God. And, and, and we thank you so much for this platform, God, for it's all of your glory. It has nothing to do with us. And, Lord, until we come back again to do another episode, keep us safe, keep us healthy, bless us and watch over us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, you guys have a great week, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Make sure to check out flowpodcast.org to send in your questions or topics and get your official Flow merch. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok to get your faith life and off-the-wall fix during the week. Till next time, and remember to go with the flow.